Okay, now we got some advice to the righteous. Remember now, rich is relative in this discussion. Because according to the people you minister to in New Mexico, and I've been there, and the people in other countries, we are wealthy. Wait patiently for the master's arrival. He's coming. Woo! Hallelujah. He'll come to judge. And buddy, he is bringing absolute perfection in judgment. See, I can make all kinds of excuses for sidestepping James' teaching this morning. And I, I can just justify myself left and right, you know. Well, you don't understand. But when the judge comes, buddy, there ain't no sidestepping. There ain't no excusing. There ain't no getting around it. He sees with those eyes of fire right through you. He reads you like a book. He don't listen to what you say. He reads your heart. And all the excuses are just that, excuses. Learn a lesson from farmers, James says. He says the farmers, they go out there and they plant their crop and they wait patiently for the rain to bring the harvest. James says, listen, you have done a good deed. You have worked, you've lived a good life. Don't you worry about somebody stealing from you. Don't you get all uptight about somebody not giving you the promotion at work. Don't worry about those things. Don't you look at rich people who have fine homes and never give a dime to charity. And by the way, a lot of rich people are very charitable. Did you know that? I'll tell you the truth. I know some rich, unsaved people that are far more generous than some saved poor people. See, you're poor by your own testimony. I can't give to God because I don't have any money. You just testified that you're poor. Bible says you're rich. So which testimony are you going to go by? You're going to go by your excuse or you're going to go by the Word of God. Farmers wait patiently. Here, here's the way he says it. He says, meanwhile, friends, wait patiently for the Master's arrival. Have you ever been at an airport waiting for a plane to come in, waiting for a loved one to come off that plane? I remember when I was coming back from Vietnam, waiting for that plane to touch down, looking for that sweet little blonde-headed girl waiting on me out there. My mom and dad, hallelujah, they were waiting for me. This is the expectancy that James says we ought to have concerning this issue of the rich who are wicked in their ways. He says that you as righteous ones do not fret yourself because of them. You wait for the master's arrival because he's coming and he's coming soon, church, and he's bringing with him his reward and he's bringing with him the judgment. Just imagine on the day when those who are saved shall appear before Christ and he shall reward them according to their works here on earth and according to their faithfulness and you stand there beside the guy who had twice the income as you have and the Lord unveils your tithing record. And his is half what yours was. And you look at him and you go, hey dude, you went to the same church I did. Oh, this is not about money this morning, is it? Okay. Let's move on. Don't complain. Don't complain. Don't complain about rich people. I'm going to tell you something, folks. The rich people pay most of the taxes in this country. Without the rich people, there wouldn't be no industry. Hello. So before we take up our position of anti-rich, oh, you should have been there this morning, boy, the preacher preached on them rich people. Bless God, I'm glad he talked to them rich people. We as all in this together. Amen? 
Here's some more advice to the rich. Follow the example of the prophets. He said this to them. He said, he said, take the old prophets as your mentors. They put up with anything, went through everything, and never once quit, all the time honoring God. What a gift life is to those who stay the course. Mm. Amen. And then he, he says, consider the example of Job. You remember Job? Job, the devil stole everything from him, didn't he? God let him do it. Is that not true? Stole everything he owned, stole all of his wealth, all of his family, everything, and even his health. Job never complained. He asked why, but he never complained. He didn't understand. And all of his friends gave him such good advice, didn't they? With friends like that, who needs enemies? Trust God. He will bring all things into judgment in his time. Amen? That's the truth. Here's some more good advice. He will turn even the bad things to your good if you just trust him. How many have seen that happen? Let, I, let me see your hands. Something bad that somebody intentioned to you, but God turned it around and it came out good for you. Amen? I've seen it happen. Remember, God cares so much for you. See, when we're talking about how we got cheated or what somebody done to us, and some people live with it for years. Well, you know what? I was a member of one church and I was a faithful giver. And you know what that preacher did? He took my money and he wasted it. And then he ran off with a piano player. I'm so glad we don't have a piano player. <laughs> Folks. Get off of it. Get over it. Get on with it. Amen? There's not a single one of us in here that hasn't been hurt. We can't live back there. I don't want to live back there. I want to live out yonder. Obiana, as my son-in-law says. 